Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Navy. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. Welcome back to your new favorite band. I am Dallas Dwight. And I'm Drizzle Silvera. What's up, guys? All right. We are here today with a very special interview with our friend Matt James from beloved band Blacktop Mojo. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and check that out now. Well, Matt James, thanks so much for joining us on Your New Favorite Band. Today, uh, Blacktop Mojo is our new favorite band. We're excited to have you on the show. How's it going? Going good, brother. How are you guys? Man, we're doing good. Uh, it's been a long time coming that we were, uh, you know, trying to talk to you. We've been, we have the same publicist and, uh, you know, yeah. that's kind of how we've got connected and stuff. So I'm glad we get a chance to sit down and chat. So, uh, what's new sure. in the Mojo camp? What's been going on with you guys? Uh, not a lot, man. Uh, just having a bunch of babies. Everybody's having babies in Uh-oh. our camp, dude. Uh-oh. There's something in the water. That shit's contagious. <laughs> Is it uh, sperm? Sounds like sperm's in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been sperm, I guess. I uh, yeah, I, I, I'm the only one in the band with kids, and I still haven't figured out what it is. But um, yeah, I got yeah. I got three of them. Yep. Yeah, I guess I guess you stayed away from everybody. You didn't you didn't cough on them or you know <laughs> spread that. It's like, co- around, it's like COVID. Know? Everybody's got it. I think I've, I, <laughs> yeah, man. I think I've uh, found out what it was though. I think we need to stop washing our uh, underwear in the same load because apparently we're pretty potent. But that's 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 yeah. the only thing I can think. You know, you Could know, be. yeah. Could be. So you just had your first, right? Yeah, it was my first. Congratulations! Oh, you. that's awesome, man. That was my first. Was a boy. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Uh-huh. What what has uh, what has Aside from the obvious answer of everything, what has changed in your life, yeah. you know, specifically after having a kid, you know, as far as it, it comes to being in a band and, and being a musician? Um, can y'all hear me all right? I'm broken up a little bit. I can hear you good. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got you. All right, cool, cool. Um, as far as being a musician, I don't know. Uh, it's a little bit harder to leave now, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I was my uh, my little boy's two months old now, so I, we had to leave uh, about three and a half weeks after he was born. So that was <laughs> that was pretty tough. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, leaving when they're that little. Um, but uh, you know, a lot more Facetime, a lot more calls home for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know. Everything that sucks is just better because you just you just got this little ball of, of happiness that you can look at all the time on your phone. And, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so every time I'm out of town, my wife always if and a lot of times you know sound check. It's crazy. I'm not able to do a video call. You know, um, like day of gig or, or whatnot. Um, and but if I'm not able to answer, she always leaves a google duo message of all the kids and they're all like good luck daddy and it's like oh man dude it makes me get up on that stage and just like rock my ass off dude because like it's like it's like a pump of like a shot of adrenaline you know for me personally so yeah yeah well i can't relate to any of this but it sounds cool (laughs) it's pretty cool man just try it out 
Let me borrow yours, Driz. <laughs> yeah, I got three of them. You can have one. I'll have one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll share. Yeah. If you got brothers and sisters, you know you gotta you gotta be the uncle or aunt or aunt or uncle first. Yeah, for sure. That I'm, can, I'm a. That I, way you can try it out. You you can give them back. Exactly. Like try it on or do yeah. the, do that. You know, you get a dog. Parents love when you say that. Well, shit. I feel like my yeah. kids like Dallas more than me. Every time I video call on the road, they're like, "Can we say hi to Dallas?" It's like, yeah, yeah, Look sure. <laughs> I'm a likable uncle, I guess. That's probably yeah. my role in life, go. to be honest. So, uh, so touring. What's been um, what's been going on in the touring world for Mojo? I know you guys have been out there a bit. I don't know. I guess you're off the road now. Yeah, off the road right now. Um, our drummer's about to have his first baby. Uh, you guys are running with Buck Cherry for a minute there, right? Yeah, yeah. Our last last three weeks we ran with Buck Cherry and uh, Sumo Psycho. So that was pretty cool. We got to did a little bit of the Midwest. Went all the way up to Maine. Oh, nice. Uh, ate, ate some lobster rolls. Uh, came back down the East Coast. Nice. Did a bike week at Suck Bang Blow, and then uh, got to end the whole tour out at uh, Welcome to Rockville in Daytona, which was super cool, man. Well, that's all uh, the way down be- the East be- Coast, yeah. <laughs> be- before it started raining. Yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> all the way, all the the way down. <laughs> all the way down. It. That's awesome, man. I'm wondering, with, with your you know extensive experience touring, what are what are some of the what's like some of the foods that stand out to you as like oh you gotta fucking try you know this um, so you mentioned that, the lobster roll lobster, made me think of it yeah that lobster roll was a was a standout on the last tour really? um, quite expensive but um I like I probably won't be able to afford to do it again but it was uh it <laughs> was with, worth it not you with know, kids you gotta, do, you, yeah. gotta do it, you gotta do it once yeah um, but yeah that was a standout um. Have you guys ever played the machine shop? Uh, uh, no, we never That's have. When it, when it comes to the uh, states, we have not ventured too terribly far out from the uh, southeast yet. Um, so there's a steakhouse, like a uh, not a steakhouse, like a, a a sandwich shop that makes cheese steaks. That's right next door. Mm-hmm. Um, that and the name of it is escaping me, but it's literally damn near shares a parking lot with the machine shop, and that's uh those sandwiches are solid. Solid, solid. Oh, well, um, we'll be having to try that then, I think, Tris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to um, recommend, uh, maybe wait until after the show to eat it. It can be <laughs> kind of a... Kind of a gut kind buster. Of a heavy, heavy meal, yeah. A little yeah. bit of a gut buster. Um, Followed by get a the red buster. So- <laughs> yeah. Get the, get the peppers, and get the red sauce, and then eat it after the show. <laughs> These sound like lessons you've learned firsthand. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely learned them the hard way. This is coming from um, experience, I can tell. Yeah. Um, man, we went uh, – I don't I don't think we were playing in Philly, but we were going through Philly, maybe on an off day or something. And uh, we did the whole Pats and Geno, speaking of cheesesteaks, we did the whole Ooh. Pats and Geno's thing. That was uh, – I don't know if y'all have ever done that. No. Uh, so there's uh, these two, um, two of the oldest cheesesteak uh restaurants or whatever in philadelphia and they're like catty corner from each other and oh, wow. bitter bitter rivals bitter rivals it's pats and genos pats is on one side of the street genos is on the other and uh if you walk up to the window at pats you got to know what to order um otherwise they will like cuss at you and tell you to get out of line and come oh, back shit. when you know what you're doing um <laughs> very hospitable it's, it's typical it's philly uh 
hospitality. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And then uh, <laughs> uh, they will uh, they will make you get up and leave if you have a Gino sandwich in your hand because it's that's beef right there, like literal, literal, literal and figurative beef, beef. beef. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Have yeah. people lost their lives? Do you know? Do you know off the top of your head? Because that would make this even Pro- more probably like, a badass I mean, story. I'm, you know, I'm assuming that's where the the flavor in the beef comes from. That sounds more like if it was uh, a New Jersey <laughs> cheesesteak, people would be losing their lives. For sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been watching the Sopranos here lately, so that's a, there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> but no. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Um, Have you guys... California. Uh, I was just going to say, out west, yeah. San Diego. Uh, the uh, California-style tacos has got the, the French fries on it. Ooh. And the... the um, guacamole and the fajita beef and stuff and if you get that from the right the right hole in the wall down there that's what, that's a pretty good taco right there oh, nice man. yeah have you guys been uh overseas at all yet uh we have not man i saw y'all just went to europe how was that we did yeah we we just got back we got back sunday sunday it's yeah. wednesday right now the time we're recording still recovering a couple days ago but yeah it was hey, super dude. fun man we played a um, jet lag yeah, we, we ran through uh, the UK pretty good and then down and, and finished uh, with a Spanish festival. And uh, Ooh, man. man, it's it's different over there, but it was um it was incredible. We like it a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. A lot better crowd's, than here. Crowd's pretty, crowd's pretty wild, like they say over there. It, yeah, I think so, for it's, sure. It's the hungry for new rock. Like where we're here, we, we find, unless you're established... It's so much harder to break through over there. They're just like they just want to hear rock and roll, and they want to hear it live, and they yeah. want to hear it done well. That was really cool. They want it. Um, and it's, Spain it's definitely their rock and roll, and they need it now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And 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 yeah. and they like they like to see people rise. You know, like the, the, they don't know about. It was crazy to go to Arezzo, which was where we were at, and like this this small town in the mountains of uh, uh, outside very, of Bilbao. Very small town, yeah. And and a lot of the people in the town knew who we were. Who we were. It was like tumbling and crazy. Um, and uh, to have what almost probably two thousand people at that festival. Yeah, like, talking. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it singing was, our words and shit. Like we're we're a new our, band, yeah. man. We've only been a band for like, I mean, our album came out like a little over a year ago. So you're like, I don't even know the words. Yeah, no, we shit, really don't. Right. Like, <laughs> we're, we're still learning the words. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was a crazy experience. It was so cool because it was just kind of like, I guess we'll go out there see what happens. And and we had people at every venue and that had come out to see us uh, and never never been there. It was it was wild. Yeah, it was um, that's cool, man. A really cool life experience. We were we were lucky to get the chance to go over there and do that. So we'll we'll be going back there yeah. as soon as we can for sure. Food in Spain is yeah, is way better than that's that's yeah, another what reminded me. And you mentioned the lobster, and then I just thought of us in Spain couple days ago and the food we had there and that's what made me think of that that food topic but i know you know all of us here we get the privilege to kind of travel around a lot try a lot of different things and see a lot of different things so i I wanted to hear your standouts but i'm going to be trying that lobster roll did they pull it was it the kind of lobster they pull straight up from the dock literally like one of those yeah yeah i mean it's it's fresh stuff um it's a place the place we went was called high rollers it's uh so high highly recommended spot uh, we asked, literally was sound checking, asked the sound guy, was like, where's the best place we want to get a lobster roll within walking distance of this venue right here. And that's, that's the place he told us about. Nice. And, uh, it was, it was badass, man. They, they got, um, 
all the all the sauces. They got all kinds of different sauces and stuff that they put on there. Uh, we had some Old Bay sprinkled nice. French fries, and <laughs> like you had all the you could choose as many different sauces as you wanted to dip them French fries in. And uh, I'm a big fan of variety, so that was a uh, yeah, that was awesome. I, I had a uh, the sauces. They I dipped dip dipped some French fries in uh, lobster ghee, which is clarified butter mm. um, processed with lobster. So that was very indulgent. That was very decadent. Ooh, also, yeah. probably shouldn't have eaten that before the show. Yeah, but, coat, coating you your know. vocal cords there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> spitting up all night. That yeah. Shit out. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so that kind of reminds me of Spain in a sense. They eat lunch around two o'clock, and so they had all the bands get together and they fed us. And then when you thought there was nothing more coming out, more courses came out. And it was this like, it was like a parade little kitchen yeah. underneath this ancient building that you would never think there was a kitchen in there. And, and so it was us, and we were hanging out with uh, the Electric Alley. Yep. And it was literally, they started with starters, bread, fresh cheese, and chorizo, which is different in Spain. I didn't know that. I'm, you know, I'm thinking like you know, the hot you know, Mexican sausage. Um, no, yeah. it's, it's not spicy like that. It's red like it, but it ain't spicy like that. Um, and, and then the salads and the tortilla, which is different there too. Tortilla there is like egg and, um, uh, egg, potato and cheese. It like a, and it like looks a like a cake, yeah. like a pie almost. Yeah. Oh dude, man, we, yeah. and they were like, Oh, you're not done eating by the way. Here's another course. Oh, oh, by the way, you're not done. Oh, and here's wine. And they're like just pouring wine and beer. And it's like two o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and then they were like, <laughs> My favorite part was they were like, all right, dinner's at uh, 9. We're like, dude, we're going on stage at 9.45. There's no fucking way we're eating dinner at 9. Like, there's no way we're eating another meal at 9. I didn't, yeah. I didn't need to eat for 24 hours. Dude, yeah. I went back to the hotel room and slept before we went on. Pack that shit up. Yeah. In a box. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll take that to go for sure. But uh, speaking, of, speaking of the machine shop and your hat, it's just reminding me that's a, kind of a legendary rock venue. Do you guys have any, yeah. any favorite venues around the U.S. that you just uh, always feel at home at? Um, that's definitely one. Uh, Kevin and Joanna that run that place, that own that place, are, are, are badass. Um, they know how to treat their bands. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. There's been a lot of places, man, that treat us really yeah. well. Um, just off the last couple of like runs or whatever, uh, there's a spot in uh, Watertown, South Dakota, mm. North Dakota, South Dakota, Watertown, South Dakota, called the Goss Opera House. It's badass. It's like a re- redone old school opera house from the 1800s. And, oh, uh, wow. They, uh, yeah, and it's got a shower and it's got a, a washer and dryer in the oh, green room. All and, the uh, bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the little things. Oh, and it's. And, and, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful building. Very nice people. Always take good care of us. Um, there's another place in uh, Minot, North Dakota called the Original Bar. That's a huge, badass stage, big square room. Got a little casino in the back. Um, owner's real cool. Feed you. Again, shower in the green room. Very key. If there are any venue owners or potential future venue owners in the listening right now or whatever or that may listen to this the shower is essential for yep. all touring bands oh yeah they will they will, 
They will literally come back to your venue just for the just show. For that. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's exactly. a big deal, man. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are you guys are bussing yeah. around, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we got a bus um, right before COVID, so that was that was interesting. That was but, fun to make payments on a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were like, there's, "There's nothing that can go wrong with this. This makes complete financial sense as long as you guys can tour." Right, and then yeah. and then they're yeah. like, "The whole world. <laughs> <You> can't tour," <laughs> and then nobody <laughs> figured. Yeah. Oh they're wait, like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, obviously, you've made it work, right? You still got the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I lost a little bit of weight because we had to pay for that thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no more lobster rolls for you. Yeah, no more lobster rolls. Uh, I guess that's why it was uh, once, you know? Nah, it, it, worked it worked out. So, so music-wise, I know you guys had the uh, self-title came out, what, last year, late last year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, August. We put that out in August of last year. So uh, then, uh yeah, what's kind of what's kind of on the horizon for you guys uh music wise? Um, we've been kind of sliding singles out here and there. We put one out in January called Strike Me that was uh left off the record for whatever reason you guys know, you know. Yep. You usually go in and record way too many songs and um that was one we felt like just missed the cut of the album or like right. that we kind of felt like should have been on the album maybe and uh so we decided to just put it out as a single because it's 2022 and you can do that as many times as you want now. Yeah, right. Especially if you're an especially if you're an independent artist, so you can just put out music whenever you want. That's what I was just about um, to ask you. Are you guys you guys are still independent, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that Completely something? That, um, we, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say we got our own. We started our own uh, record label uh, called Come On Records. Uh, when we did our first, <laughs> is that a play on words? Because if it is, I fucking love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know where these no, babies are coming no, from. No, like, yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> never even thought about that. Um, no, nah, it's just it was a dumb thing we used to say. We used to be like, "Hey man, you want to go to the bar and drink?" And somebody be like, "Come on," you know. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. Kind of like a hell yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, we did our first radio single and our manager at the time was like, uh, man, you guys, you need to come up with a record label name. You don't have a record label and it looks, looks better if you have, you know, whatever records next to your name when it, if it, if it happens to chart or whatever. So right. we're like, come on records. That's, that's the name of the, nice. that's the, name of the thing. That's really cool. And then that's, yeah. So in, in your opinion, I mean, what is, what's the thought process behind staying independent as blacktop mojo in 2022 um well like i just said we kind of we're allowed to do whatever we want put out music whenever we want um it's we we've had you know we've had friends that have signed a pretty major label deals and stuff like that that have um we've seen kind of go sideways from time to time like you know they feel like they feel like they kind of get shelved or they kind of get, you know, they got a whole record done, but they can't put it out because they're just like, man, we're fighting with our label and we, we, they don't hear a single or, you know, whatever the reason may be. And mm. we've, we've never had to deal with that. And never had to deal with the horror stories. Plus like we own everything. So like, it might be like a slower, like a way slower climb. You know, we don't have, we don't have the muscle to like open doors and be like, 
hey, we're going to be on Saturday Night Live next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, you know, on Universal or whatever, whatever that may be. But, um, I mean, we own everything. So, like, as, as we keep slow and steadily growing, everything kind of uh, backfeeds and, you know, everything everything grows a little bit. So every time you put out something new, you might catch some new people that never even heard of you before. And then they're like, Oh well, shit, they got four or five records out. Yeah. So, that's yeah, awesome. I'm gonna go listen to all those snowball yeah. effect for sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, we've had many talks about label. We're not opposed to a label if the right deal comes really. across, but at the same time for that to happen is, would be it, it, like just one of those very rare things. So, uh, we yeah, maintained man, our I'm, independence. We're not, I, I would never shit on record labels either, man. Like yeah. There's, there's, there's the Except right for deal for, for everybody. 360 you know? deals, man. Avoid those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. It seems to be all that's going around. You hear horror stories about that. For sure. Oh yeah. I've heard um, tons. Yeah. But yeah, nobody, nobody should be dipping their hand into your touring or your merch or anything like that, man. Cause the, them guys, you know, they're not out there. Yeah. <laughs> they're not they're not on that bus or in that van or yeah. Know. Yeah. Oftentimes yeah. sitting in office pretending like they're doing something for you, you know, and then just reaping <laughs> the rewards. <laughs> yep. sure. Yeah. For sure. But I don't, uh, know, I don't know what they're doing exactly, but Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> cool record label stuff, man. Yeah, just Yeah, not just labels, you know. Saying they're an exec. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got that in the You jacket. never hear you never hear exec. Anywhere else except after the words record label. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah. You never hear yeah. like, I'm the exec uh-huh. of Pfizer. Like, you never hear that. <laughs> I'm an exec over at Microsoft. Yeah, you yeah. never hear that. You only hear I'm a record label exec. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. All right, so yeah. I have this question I always like to ask bands. <laughs> um, and it's kind of a reoccurring question. So obviously, life on the road is crazy, and you get really familiar with uh, gas stations. So what are yeah. your top favorite gas stations and why? And who has the cleanest bathrooms? Um, well, Bucky's in Texas. Is I've, heard, I've heard amazing things about Bucky's, but we've never the been. Top, the top of the top, uh, as, as far as cleanest bathrooms and stuff go. Um, we're a big fan of uh, Love's, the Love's truck. Stop. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, they are top of the heap, I think, yeah. as far as truck stops go. Um, I would, I would slowly follow that up with pilots. Pilots are pretty solid. Yes. Pretty solid. Um, third place, probably TAs. And then, uh, everything else is kind of, you know, tied for last place, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of grouped TA into that maybe too. I mean, no offense to TA, yeah. but yeah, we yeah. got to, we got to get out pretty, to a Bucky's for sure. I've been, a, I've been a pretty nasty TA truck stop shower gotcha <laughs> yeah and i think everyone probably has their nasty bathrooms um but oh, but overall on this last <laughs> on this last run i wish i could show y'all a picture of this shit i, I walked through the shower it was like three in the morning i'm just like man i stayed up so that i could get a shower it has been like three days <laughs> like man i didn't have we didn't have like free showers well we had okay our driver had a platinum they randomly will gift like if you buy a certain amount of fuel or like whatever they'll gift you like a platinum thing for the month on your on your card so you'll get like unlimited showers oh man our driver we had spent enough money because diesel's 
five dollars a gallon or six dollars a gallon, whatever it is. And uh, our driver had the platinum status, so everybody's fucking excited because they're like, "Man, we're getting free showers tonight!" And normally they're like fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we go in there. Everybody goes in, and boom, boom, boom. There's probably like eight of us, and I'm the last one in there. Uh-oh. I go up to the counter, and I've got his card, and it scans. But it doesn't go through. It doesn't show the platinum rewards. And they're like, man, sorry. Like, all you guys, I guess, used it up. We can't scan this again. You're going to have to pay. I'm like, this sucks, but I'm going to suck it up. I need a shower. Yeah. So I paid $15. I walk back into the shower. And on the soap dish in the shower, I'm like putting my stuff down. I'm getting ready to jump in the shower. And on the soap dish in the shower, there's like a bunch of those like uh, – like little medical device things like they, they uh, stick on you yeah, for yeah. like uh, heart monitoring and stuff like that. <laughs> and they're just sitting in the soap dish and they got like nipple hairs on them and they're just like nasty. <laughs> and I'm pissed, dude. I'm just like, I'm not. I thought about it for a second, half a second. I'm like, man, I just won't look over there. And then I was like, man, screw this. I paid $15. I want a good shower. And I went back up to the front. I took a picture of it. And I was like, man, there's like nipple hairs and <laughs> shit everywhere in this shower. And uh, the dude started laughing. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they gave me a they gave me a fresh one. But that's wild. Was, oh man. So when you started this, when you started, probably the nastiest thing I've seen in the truck stop bathroom. Mm. Yeah, but it's the things that you can't see that really worries me sometimes. But right. true. You know, yeah. And if, sure. if, if that's sliding through under somebody's radar. What are they missing in there? Right. Yeah. See, when you started the story, I, I half expected you to say someone's failed attempt at like a waffle stomp, you know? Oh, yeah. No. I'm, <laughs> luckily, I've never never stumbled upon that. But there is plenty of time left. Yeah, yeah right? There is. Oh, shit. Okay. So uh, have you ever been to like a Sheets at all in the Carolinas? Yeah, yeah. Sheets is solid. Sheets is pretty solid. solid. Is that is that kind of like Bucky's or uh, like similar so trains? Bucky's is like the size of a of Walmart, dude. Bucky's oh, is shit. Like huge. It's um, so Texas based gas station, um, but they've got like all kinds of crazy shit in there. Fresh made beef jerky, fresh made fudge. They've got furniture in there. They've got uh, you know all just all manner of stuff, and uh, they usually have like 50 urinals in there and like 20 stalls in the bathrooms. Like that's their big thing. They got the cleanest bathrooms hmm. that you're going to find. And they're massive. That's and there's wild. Always. And it's always packed full of people. There's always, you know, if you go during the daytime, there's always at least a hundred plus people in, in every bucket. That you well, the important question across. is, are they 24 hours? Yes. Good. Oh, yes, cool. Sure. Yeah. 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 And, and you can walk up and, it's just like sheets. You can order food off the little touchscreen thing. Twenty-four hours a day, you can order. Okay, yeah. cool. I, we so we got it. We got, on the road, man. See, we yeah. love yeah. we love gas stations on the road. So, like, you're telling us yeah. about this, and it sounds like gas station mecca. I've heard Bucky's. Right? It is. Yeah, <laughs> it really is, man. You gotta you gotta check it out. We saw one in uh, hell. I think we saw one in Florida. Like they're expanding and stuff. So good. You know. Yeah. Man, and, uh, you guys might have a Bucky's before too long. I hope so, man. We'll be. I'm down. That'll be our new place. Over in the UK, they had what uh, what they call services. So it's I guess it's what we would call a rest stop over here, where you would normally yeah. just get right off the interstate, 
and they have like vending sure. machines or something over here. Over there, you get right off the interstate, and they have like a little. Uh, it's almost like a little outlet mall. They have like a Starbucks, yeah. a McDonald's, a Burger King, a, a convenience store, gas, and always a hotel as well. Yes, and, and all those all American stores he just said, yes. Yeah. Burger King, I couldn't believe how many Burger Kings we saw out there. KFC, Starbucks, we McDonald's. We Burger King so fucking much. Oh, dude. Oh. But I I loved that you could... Uh, oh, my God, I get rid of this thing on the screen here. I love that you could um, go... Like, the hotel, the gas, the food, it was all one thing. Because like, over here, you have to constantly go to, you know, three, four different places. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, unless you're in just like a cluster of truck stops where there's like Super 8s and stuff right, around. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was uh, refreshing, to say the least. We also discovered uh, our new favorite hotel, <laughs> Travel Lodge, <laughs> oh, yeah? where we successfully, we successfully stored five grown men in a room. Yes. And we that's, all had a mattress. That's an accomplishment. So, oh, wow. So, so we had a driver there. Um, Captain Fury, shout out to Captain Fury. Um, and so when you get a room, you can request an extra two beds per room. So right. we requested two for ours and then two for his. <laughs> then we get check into the hotel, take the two out of Captain Fury's yeah. room, squeeze those into the yep. You find us, you find us putting mattresses under desks. Uh, do, oh yeah. Like, just wherever the fuck we can fit us, man. Yeah. Little slumber party, dude. Any, yeah, dude, man. anything, anything to save a buck over there. That's for sure. Oh yeah. I can't even imagine. Right it now, was expensive man. getting over there and it was expensive getting around with gas over there, man. We did the conversion. It's like, uh, over here, I think it's a little over four a gallon and we're all upset over there. It's somewhere between 10 and 12 a gallon. Oh yeah. yeah. That's. Yeah, that's wild, man. Blows <laughs> driving a Mercedes yeah. Sprinter van around the entire, you know, entire uh, yeah country and shit. It's like, yeah, man, it adds up pretty quick. Yeah, I can imagine. How was uh, well? You guys started your book cherry tour right around the time gas started getting real bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we did a run in March, and it was it was kind of looking like it was climbing, and then we were like, surely it'll get better by the time we go out with buck cherry. Ooh, and then uh, it worse. like doubled. So yeah, yeah. Was, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, if you're going out and seeing live bands, definitely buy t-shirts because they need it. Oh, right we now. we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, as we as we wrap up here, I, I don't want to keep you all night. I wanted to. I want to hear from you, kind of what's what's next for you guys besides taking us on the road and and you know. Yeah, you know, being our best friends. Yeah. What's uh, what's next yeah, for sure. you? <laughs> um, I'm kidding, by the way, everyone. No, yeah. Uh, That's why your fingers are crossed. We got some more. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no, we got some more singles coming out. Um, we're about to hit the West Coast. We haven't been to the West Coast since before COVID. So. Oh wow. Um, we got a show. Um, pretty excited about. We got a show at the Whiskey Go Go. Very cool. LA. Uh, that's always kind of been a a bit of a bucket list thing, you know, you kinda of wanna see your name up on that on that marquee. Yeah. yeah like sure. some, like so many other bands you look up to and stuff like that. It's always cool playing like a historic type of place like that. Yeah. Um and then just the drive up the west coast is awesome. Uh, oh, it's gorgeous, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, but we got the West Coast tour. Um, tickets are on sale now at blacktopmojo.com. Check it there out. we go. Um, yeah, please we'll bleep, do. Go we'll check them out. We'll make sure we bleep that part out. Just, Any, uh, yeah. 
any, 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 um, uh, any uh, so what, what's the best place people can go to directly support the band for merch and, and donations, et cetera? Um, yeah, blacktopmojo.com. That's, we got everything pretty centrally located there. Um, tour dates, we got um, T-shirts, merch, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and then just be on the lookout. We just released a single this morning, actually. Uh, not single, but a uh, new video this morning for uh, our song on our last album called Darling I Won't Tell. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's a part of a three-song little, well, two songs in the interlude on our record that was kind of a, uh, I'm not smart enough to write a whole concept album, but those, those three songs are all kind of one, one story. And awesome. we did a, we did like a cartoon, like an animated video for all of the, all three of the tracks or whatever, and put it all, put it all together. And the, the final piece of it came out this morning. It's called Darling, I won't tell. Check it out on YouTube. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yes, we need to, we might have to do a reaction yeah, we'll video. Have to do a reaction video. Yeah. That. Yeah, man. Heck yeah. Awesome, man. That's so well, Matt, cool. thank you so much, brother. Um, yeah, really appreciate your yeah. time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah man. Awesome. We'll be, uh, we'll be like staying, staying in contact. Studio and, setup, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, for sure. Built it ourselves. Yeah. Aren't, aren't we dope. Aren't we proud? <laughs> we are proud. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're Should in be. here sweating balls and putting up drywall. And <laughs> <laughs> that's how you got to do it, man. And writing new songs for the new album. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was like we're, it was like you know, railroad songs, like one of those. Yeah, yeah I'm up the, all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the, the true spirit of independent music is uh, being a carpenter, bus mechanic, uh, um, graphic designer, media, yeah, uh, tech. graphic designer, yeah. guitar tech, um, and then somewhere in there you got to learn how to play and write music. That's uh, yep. yeah, that's yeah. I can't like, take credit uh, for that. Uh, buddy uh, Nathan Nathan Hunt from Shaman's Harvest, he said that. On, yeah. Uh, on his, on his Facebook the other day, but seems like was, uh, some the, sometimes no truer the, words have been typed out. It's so oh, yeah. true, so true. It seems like sometimes the the writing and the artist kind of comes last some days, you know. Yeah, some days, yeah. All this other but, stuff's got to get done. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to do all the not fun stuff. And I know. Can, every now and then, you get to write music and play shows and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. man, thank you so much for being here. We'll uh, we'll stay in touch and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, man. All right, thank safe you, travels. Enjoy Have being, uh, enjoy fatherhood. Enjoy fatherhood. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's the stop, best ever. Stop coming on records. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All we'll right. catch you later. All right. See ya. All right, brother. Later, man. Well, what a riveting interview. That was, uh, really fun. Uh, such a cool guy. Um, man, what, what were some big takeaways you had from that? Uh, yeah, man, I just love talking to a ring with other people, you know? Yeah, right. Especially as we're kind of new to it, so it's nice to talk to people who've been around the block a little bit and, yeah. and get their uh, insights on kind of what's going on. But uh, what's going on with us? Blacktop Mojo, uh, by the way, our new favorite band of the week. We have to mention that real quick one more time. Yes, one more time, at least. That's what's going on with us. Right. Great band. Yeah, so what's going on with us? Man, we've been, uh, we've been working on some new music. We've been... Uh, we're really kind of putting our heads together getting this deluxe album deluxe edition going yes dirty right? damn tricks deluxe edition coming yes. soon coming don't soon. have a date yet yeah <laughs> but soon hey we're independent it'll be whatever we want it to be how about that right <laughs> whenever we decide in other news we have named our record company we have our own record company lxix records yep lxix uh it needs no explanation that's no. Ex- that's just what we called it, it needs explanation if you uh are lacking some bright hills <laughs> 
Oh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> or someone else will tell them. <laughs> but we're not. LXIX Records. I'm super pumped to be a part of it. And you can just say Lixix. Lixix Records. <laughs> Pull your pants down. You just say Lixix. Lixix. <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, so that'll be where the deluxe edition's coming out through Lixix Records, as well as all future musics that we create. All future. Endeavors. Shall we uh, talk about some table Yeah, candy? so, um, you know, we had discussed um, a guitar, and I may have spoiled it, but it might have been bleeped, uh, what exactly it is for our non-paid viewers. It okay, it wasn't bleeped. Okay, well, anyways, <coughs> we'll go ahead and, uh, and get this guitar down that ended up making it to Europe in time, right? Right. Well, at this point, you have seen the pictures of us in Europe, and you have seen this bad boy here. Very excited to unveil the official more Paul. This is the Dallas Dwight signature. It's the only guitar in the entire world that looks like this. And uh, it's a very special project. Uh, it's as much Driz's as it is mine. It couldn't have been done without him. And we had uh, a lot of fun putting this together over the last few weeks. Back at the headstock. Look at that. Lovely. Oh, man. So we had another guitar that we were starting to do something like this with. And uh, for whatever reason, didn't get, you know, as far down the road as we would have liked. So I, it also was not a Les Paul shape, and it was important to me to have a Les Paul shape for this band. So we uh, tracked this one down at a pawn shop. Driz found it. And, yeah, uh, it happened decided. to be a really, like, nice, affordable one. Yeah. Because there's a lot of lemons out there, especially at a $1,000 price point, brand new. Right. But, um, and uh, decided we would pick it up, turn it into a sticker guitar. Yeah. Uh, this is not... I like to make this kind of uh, delineation. This is not stickers on a guitar. This is a true sticker guitar. So what we did is we stickered the whole body. It just looks, actually kind of looks like this table here. That's kind of what it looks like when it was, when it was normal. Uh, we stripped the whole thing, put stickers all over it, and then we've clear coated over all the stickers. So if you see the light hits it, it's real shiny, right? Oh, yeah, that's very polished. Uh, yeah, it's clear coat on top of those stickers. So these stickers are a part of this thing now. We also have the gold knobs. Now this is actually not... 100% complete. We have a couple little things. We actually have gold pieces that are going to replace these silver pieces here. Um, well, that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's up to you what, how much more you want to do to it. You know, it's completely may, functional yeah. right now. We may coat on some more. Yeah. Clear coat, make it a little thicker. But um, other than that, this uh, it was UK ready. We got it ready to go. It oh, played, dude. It played it's, well. It snarled, man. It sounded so good. Yeah. If you uh, see any of the pictures from the UK, you will see this guitar on it, and we are calling it the More Paul. And there is, it's definitely more, man. That oh, is, and uh, oh yeah, we got it. You know, we got it. Uh, it's got the uh, the little signature there. It's a little out of focus, focus. but you see there. Let's see. Put it in front of that GoPro. In front Let's of the GoPro. Get it. There it is. Yeah. Signature truss red cover. Gibson. Lots of Gibson. We played a, uh, I have them on all three of my Gibsons, and we played the Blind Tiger, and I was kneeling down tuning, and one of the guys in the front row was like, whoa, whose signature model is that, dude? <laughs> and I was like, that's mine. Yeah. And he goes, whoa. <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> really. I'll never forget it. It's really rare to actually uh, get a signature model from Gibson. It's one of those. Um, right. Oh, which which is not at all there what this is. This is just a truss rod cover that I put on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, Etsy. We've got so many cool things Etsy. off of Etsy. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just custom Etsy's stuff. Shit. Yeah. Okay, but you got one too. Yeah, I got a new one. I got one of a couple guitars. Yeah. All right. 
Ah, uh, so pulling down off the wall here. All right. Hey, Let's that see. looks good. Get this view. Yeah. This is an Eastman uh, SB59V, so that's a solid body, 1959 Les Paul type guitar. Yeah, nice and heavy too. V for vintage, yes. It is a solid guitar. V for vag, yes, very v good. For, yeah, vintage vagina. Uh, it's a double V, double V. Uh, yeah, so I got rid of um, that walnut uh, PRS that I had. Uh, it has been on the show, and I the got rid of... looked like uh, an SG. Kind of SG vibes. one of our videos, yeah. right? Was uh, it was in our playthrough. Our playthrough. Yeah, That's for right. uh, Guitar World. Um, and it had the really nice pickups in it. I will miss those pickups, but I can always buy more. Um, well, these are and I got too, rid of though. the Cutlass, the Music Man Cutlass. I like that one a lot, too. Yeah, but I liked this more. Oh, um, well, you got those nice pickups in there, too, now, right? Yeah, this one has some killer pickups in it. It sounds amazing, and I've never, I've never picked up a Les Paul, a Gibson, or any other... And and played a chord and go. I'm buying this guitar right now. Until mm-hmm. I played this one. Nice. Um, and it's not just because it's Eastman. Um, it's literally just the quality. I, I haven't picked up a lemon yet. It's mm. they, they just their QC is is second to none. Um, and uh, I wish it was American made. I really and do. You said you got that one new, right? Yeah, I got this. This is brand new. It's kind of got a little little bit of road wear on it. Just kind of. And that's part of the design, yeah. Yeah, you'll see like belt buckle wear and stuff in it. Um, That's cool. Yeah, really cool guitar. It sounds great. And it'll be fun to have uh, two less, well, real Les Paul and a Les Paul looking. From the back, 100% Les Paul. (laughs) 100% Les Paul sounding. I mean, it sounds uh, phenomenal. You wouldn't know with your eyes closed, so. Yeah, so a couple sick new axes. I have uh, two new ones I got down at my studio as well, but they, uh, you'll, if you're a fan of the LA, maybe you'll probably never see them. They're just, yeah. It's the, well, you'll hear it. The the little acoustic I got, I got a Taylor GS Mini, the Koa, which also kind of looks like this table, um, and that is what's being used on all the acoustic versions of the songs that will be on the deluxe oh, it, edition. Yeah, yeah, and I heard it yeah. yesterday. Oh, dude, that little thing sounds amazing. Sounds, I love the GS Minis. Yeah. They sound so good. Yeah. And they're so easy to play. And, and it doesn't nice. sound mini. There's, yeah. yeah. It's just nice to have a little mini next to you that you can just grab to write a song real quick, you know? Yeah. Or to bang out some. Or to take in a van if we have interviews, you know, yeah, and we're exactly. going to do an acoustic version. And they sound right? incredible. Exactly. Hey, it looks good, too. Yeah. Um, it's that, uh, I love your gold top. Your gold top is. Uh, your top, ac- yeah, uh, Les Paul. Yeah, your Les Paul gold top. Yep, that, that was one. a 2014. It's 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 very heavy. It's the one Les Paul I have that is that is pretty heavy. Yeah, so three probably not chambered at all. No, right, the standard so. which which we call Tiger. That one's pretty heavily chambered and it's not very heavy at all. Yeah, uh, and then this one behind me is actually not heavy either. Really. Yeah, and that might just because that one doesn't have the maple cap on it. Maple's right. really heavy. Right. So that one might not actually even be chambered. Just. Yeah, I guess there's really no way to, to be know, huh? Quite a bit lighter. Unless you like saw it in half. Yeah, <laughs> and you'd have to saw it in half that way. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Let's test it. Uh, not after all the work we put on that. That was a few months of work. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, a few hundred dollars in in parts and parts supplies, and right? Yeah. So, which all together, that guitar costs surprisingly little money. Yeah, surprisingly little under, for how it, how good it sounds. Under a thousand dollars, I would say, well under a thousand dollars. Yeah. For a Gibson Les Paul that looks like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, the hours we put into it, that totals over a thousand for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely. 
my but, hourly uh, rate is uh, six hundred dollars an hour. So, but I know, I know it's, I know it's dear to you. I walked into your studio and it's plugged up, and that's what you're tracking new demos. Yeah. With and well, I kind of go through phases of like pretty much what I track with in my studio is whichever guitar is next to me. Okay, <laughs> so gotcha. it just depends on what's gotcha. next to me, and that one just happened to be next to me. But yeah, it's already you know, it was put through the ringer on the UK and it survived. So if if those you know, I'm pretty hard on my instruments. How did it hold tune? Was it was it fine? Yeah. Fine. Oh, yeah. awesome! Just as well as any other guitar I have for sure. No problems oh, that's at great. all. You know the new strings will stretch sometimes, but other than that, it's no problems. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have to ask because you know Gibson's kind of notorious because of the angle of that headstock and everything mm-hmm. to kind of have tuning stability issues. I think those locking tuners pretty much alleviate that. Okay. I, I don't have. I've locking tuners on all three Les Pauls, and I don't have tremendous issues, really. Um, so often, unless the strings are either really new or really old. Yeah. And then that's the same on pretty much any guitar. And those pearly gates, man, little lower, lower output, but they yeah. really they sound good. I remember By when the we way, were... I did not go back and change the quad. Yeah. I was gonna, and then we played a show and I was like, I don't think I need to. It sounds fine. Yeah. Once the so volume was there adjust. with it. So it was crazy. We, uh, I had gotten done wiring it. It was late at night. We were hanging out just, just before leaving for the UK. Really? It's like the night or two before, I think. Two before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we plug it up afterwards, and you're like, oh, man, it feels a little lower output. And, uh, and it, it is. I, I feel like it is. But again, when you're doing it through studio monitors, and it's just kind of like, you know, not crazy loud. Right. The guitar's not, you know, r- responding to itself, you know, through the monitors, because it's not loud enough. You're not getting the full, like, oomph. Yeah, exactly. But the second you plug that in at our first show um, in the UK... It was, was uh, um, Chester. Yeah, Chester. Yeah. And, and it, I was wireless and you for turned Chester. It up, yeah, yeah, that's right. I wasn't wireless for any of that. I was wireless for the smallest stage we played. <laughs> right? Unfortunately, for the biggest stages, I was wired up. Although it didn't, it didn't seem to hold us back too much, thankfully. Yeah, when we say tough on gear, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, your cable broke that night. You know, we're, we rock our asses off. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he turned it up in the monitor, and it was just like... It, it had breathing room. Right. Right? And it just... The guitar came alive. Yeah, it I was, prefer it was those awesome. those kind of lower output pickups to the higher ones for sure. Yeah, the higher ones just end up feeding back all the time. They're they're almost hard to control. Yeah, and it's like and it doesn't it doesn't give me enough of what I want to to want to have to deal with that. Yeah. You know? One thing I noticed that I that I loved about those pickups too was like when you went to go to your clean patches, mm-hmm. they sounded just a just like a hair cleaner mm-hmm. at those volumes. Um. Case in point, when we go to do the um, oh, what 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 section is it? Only two times. I'm intro to when the, the intro to yeah, when I'm when gone. I'm gone. Yep. Okay, um, and and you were playing that part, and I was listening to it. And I was like, oh man, that that sounds a little different, just a little different, and right. maybe I'm just crazy, but uh, in a good way. I'm sure it sounds a little different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, man, I felt really good about the shows themselves. Over there, it felt like we were really dialing stuff in. Yeah. Every every show was better than the last one, or at least you know, at least we had we had talked about something and then put it into effect. You know? Yes. So it's like we're each show. It's like okay, well, last night we did this. Maybe let's try this. Let's try it tonight. You yeah. Know? And we just kept doing that. And by the end, it was like, yeah, we're feeling like this is things are flowing tight now. You know. One of one of the highlights for me was at the Waterloo when we were all together at O Sugar, mm-hmm. and and well, we had stepped back. And Rasan, you know, was kind of playing his bass solo, and then we come up together, and then Goliath comes under my legs, yeah, and his under that was really going like that, yeah. <laughs> and I just like I'm like 
I like got a big laugh. In the air. Yeah, people like were laughing. And I realized after it, it got a big laugh from the people in the front row. I realized if you were more than like two or three rows back, you, had, you couldn't see. You had no idea what yeah, he was doing. Yeah. But you just saw everyone in front of you laughing. And <laughs> yeah. But that was really funny. Yeah. It was so I love cool. That. Uh, there's always little funny moments like that in our set, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, at this point, I think it's time to say bye to our free yes, viewers. Yes. Congratulations so. on being a free viewer. Yes. Now it's time to head over to the VIP. Let's do that. And now. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP and sign up for our membership. For $7 a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally grateful. So thank you.